Hey guys, Corey from Free Play here. About three weeks ago, we recorded a podcast up on this roof, the rooftop of Free Play Fort Worth, beautiful view. Um, but I was like sad, I was stressed, and I needed someone to talk to, and I couldn't really burden any of my employees with, with the topic, which was how hard it was to get Free Play Fort Worth finished. Um, so we recorded a podcast, and I watched it, and I was like, we have to sit on this until at least we get Fort Worth open, because I didn't want our employees to be worried. We weren't really in trouble, but it was really, really stressful for me, and it was really, really hard at that time. So it's totally raw, it's totally kind of all over the place, but this is what it's like. I mean, even if you're, uh, you know, you have three successful locations and you're trying to get your fourth done, building arcades is hard, building restaurants, bars, it's hard. So, I mean, check this out. Totally authentic feelings, totally all over the place, but uh, enjoy it. All right, guys, welcome to kind of a super special episode of the Free Play Arcade uh, podcast. I'm Corey Hyden, president, founder, CEO of Free Play, and I snuck away from our ongoing building. You can hear construction probably in the mic, and we've tried to stop the wind as well. I'm up here on our awesome, awesome rooftop patio here at Free Play Fort Worth, where we are still under construction, still building, and I wanted to step away. I should be down there with the guys. I should be there working, but I'm not right now because I wanted to talk about just uh, stress, how stressful uh, this process is, and how I'd completely forgotten how hard it can be. Um, in many ways, we kind of were, it was so easy for us to open Free Play Denton since we inherited a spot that was that was good. I, I kind of forgot. And of course, in Arlington, I was famously like assaulted the, at the very end of a terrible, long, protracted build. Um, so I thought this would be easy, uh, but it's not. Uh, and so I just kind of wanted to, to step away and kind of discuss just how hard this process is. Um, not necessarily to discourage anyone from opening an arcade. I'm kind of over that. It's more to just make sure if you're trying to open up one of these things, uh, to know what you're getting yourself into because I'm like, I'm totally mentally exhausted. And one of the things we never talk about at Free Play, at least in the podcast uh, very much, um, is money, right? Uh, we're, we're generally seen as like a successful company. We have uh, good revenues, good, good annual revenues per location. Um, we've been really fortunate. We've been able to grow our revenues despite coming out um, like so as popular as we did at all of our locations. Even Denton, it looks like, is going to grow despite opening at uh, capacity for like three straight months. So even Denton, we're going to be able to, I think, kind of push it up to the next level. Um, so uh, point being, we're like super successful. This is like everything that we've ever tried has worked. Um, but I'm going to be 100% straightforward. We are in the biggest cash crunch of Free Play's history trying to get Free Play Fort Worth open. And a lot of it's seasonal. Uh, I made the mistake of trying to open up an arcade in November. Um, there's not a lot of... It's, it's, our, it's our slow season. We know it's our slow season. Um, and uh, all of our, our estimates have, have basically bared out. But it sucks. It's like hard. Like, I, you know, I, I'm signing $20,000, $30,000 checks for construction all the time. Uh, equipment all the time. Um, and that doesn't even get into all of this expensive arcade equipment and pinball that we're putting out on the floor. Um, so it's like, I, I'm, I'm super stressed and it's intense. Uh, and it's like, I, I felt like this would be really good for me. Like, I don't even know if we're ever going to put this even on the YouTube channel, but I thought it'd be really good for me, like as a person 
to talk about it because I don't get to talk about it with very many people, right? Uh, I'm doing this solo pretty much because like I didn't want to have anyone else coloring uh, what we're going through, which is this is tough. This is brutal. We're working, uh, I don't know, 80, 100 hour weeks right now. Um, we're constantly thinking about Free Play Fort Worth. We're constantly thinking, um, how can we make this? How can we get to the finish line? Because it's not only like, even if we had unlimited money, it still takes a ton of work. Um, and we don't have unlimited money or unlimited time. So, uh, and right now we've got, you know, we've got kind of skeleton staffs already for Free Play Fort Worth, including, you know, like managers and experienced employees that are being paid to come here and work at a place that has no revenue. Not only does it have no revenue, we're like losing tons of money spending it. You know, it's not like losing, but, you know, we had a $20,000 refrigeration bill come up. We, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of games are going into this location. And when you think about that, and, and when you think about how free play operates, which is we're constantly working on our facilities anyway. So it's not like we had no facilities expenses before this build uh, this year. You know, free play Arlington received an entire um, bar remodel, tons of cool murals and stuff. Uh, so given that we are, are prone to make sure we're always delivering kind of uh, top quality products, uh, we're crunching. This is a true cash flow crunch. And, and uh, I don't ever talk about like where our money comes from, how it goes. But uh, the, the short answer is we have no outside investors. Uh, we have plenty of people that have, have tried to become outside investors. We have no venture capital, um, almost entirely because I I don't want anyone else to, to control what we do at Freeplay. So um, we're 100% self-funded, which is terrifying. Um, it's, it's, it's something that I don't think a lot of places, especially with like, you know, four or five locations in four years, uh, given the scope of a single free play location would do, um, it's very hard to be self-funded, but we are. Uh, and it's something I'm super proud of. We have no, um, no outside debt, nothing. Um, but I do, you know, I, I have this call and it, it's been kind of dragging me down a little bit lately to talk to these venture capital people, to talk to these people, um, because, you know, I don't want to miss something like, uh, we originally started free play and it was kind of just going to be our hobby business. Um, kind of like a lifestyle business that we had that might do okay, but it didn't really matter because I was going to be a lawyer. Um, and it was just going to be maybe an investment. And then it took off. And and we realized that we had the chance to open up real arcades, really good arcades. Not only are they good that they're like, you know, they provide a ton of entertainment, a ton of value, uh, good food, good drinks, all of that. Um, we realized that we could open up like these these purest arcades, right? Arcades that are, are dedicated to preserving what an arcade is, not just like using real arcade games, but making it a real arcade. Um, and, and we've seen across the nation, all these arcades that have, or they're not really arcades. They've, they've got 10 or 15 gimmick games or 10 or 15 kind of, uh, bar type games, dartboards or stuff. And they'll, they'll call themselves an arcade. But of course, uh, when we think arcade, we're thinking, you know, hundred games, 70 games, 150 games. If you're talking about free play Arlington, it's, it's like uh, a lot of games all just maintained perfectly. And preserving not only like that original arcade experience, but preserving the art of the arcade, those original games. So um, I don't think any uh, any of even the venture capital people who come to me and they're like, you know, I want to invest lots of money, lots of money, and I want to help you expand and all of that. At the end of the day, they're not going to be happy when they find out that how much it costs to stay all original, how much it costs to have enough techs to run all original parts. And I can tell you all right now, there are definitely arcades in the country that um, generally tried to do what we were doing, running original parts. They don't have near the volume that we have. And that sounds like I'm complaining about something that's good, but it's a whole different problem because um, we, we, we want all of our customers to have this extreme quality experience. And I guarantee you, 
um, these venture capital people, no matter how, even if themselves are saying, I just want to be a part of this thing. I just want to be a part of something great. Uh, they would not. They would totally come in and try to change what free play is. Um, and they certainly wouldn't be happy with, uh, you know, when I'm like, you know, not only are we right now building out free play for worth, which is just money out, money out. Not only are we in the slow season, which is, you know, less money in, less money in. I, for whatever reason, decided this month we're starting employer sponsored healthcare for every full time free play employee, um, which in my head was like, how much could it cost? It turns out it costs a lot. It's ex- extremely expensive. Um, which we've always had small benefit packages, but this is our first kind of foray into real benefit packages. Um, and it, it, it's expensive, but it's, you know, trying to be the employer that we want to be. So every single full-time employee, no matter where, no matter what department, tech, kitchen, bar, uh, corporate staff, anything, uh, community liaisons, they all, as long as they're working full-time have employer sponsored healthcare now, um, which is a big step. Uh, we had health stipends before, but um, now we're kind of taking on all of that logistical burden and all of the um, kind of hard work that goes into choosing health plans and trying to make sure that you're doing good, like picking your health plans. Uh, we've kind of taken a lot of that on. Um, and it, it's, that's, that's been a ton of work and a ton of money. Um, so that's all coming together to cause this epic cash crunch. And, and ultimately, um, without getting too into it, uh, we have plenty of funding. We have unlimited funding, basically. Um, we're not going to run out of money. But I hate seeing it um, get so close, get so like, you know, have our revenues coming in and having more going out, substantially more, which it makes sense. We're about to expand the company more than a third when we open Free Play Fort Worth. It's going to be one of our biggest locations, and it's certainly going to be one of our most popular. Um, even if it just even if it did the same what Richardson was, it's going to expand, you know, about a third, uh, given the various uh, income distri- dis- the distributions between our locations. So. Uh, I just wanted to come up here and kind of vent, though. It's like, it's brutal because every day there's there's something little. When you think about, like, if you ever walk through Free Play Richardson or Free Play Arlington or Free Play Denton even, um, and you look at all the little stuff, um, you start to see just how much money it takes. Because uh, we have all the costs of a restaurant, right? We have to build a full kitchen, fully functional kitchen. Um, we have all the costs of a bar, a good bar. So we have to build out a massive beer bar. So here at Free Play Fort Worth, uh, we're going to have 25 taps, um, tons of packaged products, and it has to be functional. And, you know, we're talking refri- massive refrigeration costs, um, massive kind of upgrade costs to get the beer lines. And, that, and this is this what's really crazy, right? We're inheriting a bar that was open not even that long ago. Um, but it costs a lot of money to get it to not only to free play quality, but really when a bar is going out of business, they don't do a very good job taking care of what they're leaving behind. So uh, just to get it fully functional costs, costs quite a bit of money. So um, it's just like... Uh, it's never been as hard, I think, than it is right now. And uh, so, I, I mean, I spent yesterday, I spent $25,000 on equipment. Today, I'm about to spend another fifteen dollars or $20,000 on equipment. Um, you know, because there's seating, there's tables, there's uh, tons of tech expenses, tons of uh, AV expenses. And this is, again, I'm not really even talking about the games because our game acquisition is so constant that I, it, I mean, I, I think about how much money I have to spend on games. Given that we've rotated uh, more than 400 games through our arcades since we opened, not including what's on the floor right now, um, and given that we've, we've kind of grown and evolved our game strategy, uh, that's just like a, an inherent cost. Like I almost feel like even if we weren't opening Free Play Fort Worth, we'd probably own a s- almost comparable amount of games, uh, which sounds crazy, and that probably is a little crazy. Um, but that's a whole whole separate amount of cost. So um, just like if you're out there and you're thinking and you're, and you're watching us and and, you know, like I come off across and I'm, we're very confident. We're very happy and successful because uh, ultimately we are. It's still like 
even if you're doing everything right, even if you've um, you know adequately funded your company, even if you've you know done everything, it is like you know there, there's there's moments that it's really terrifying, really hard. Um, so that's kind of uh, what I'm going through right now, and I wanted to to just kind of talk about it um, because I don't. I don't. I don't want to put this on the employees necessarily, except like you know, like two weeks after this comes out. But in theory, uh, it'll all be passed at that point. Um, so, and and when it comes to that venture capital talk that I was getting into, it's kind of strange because um, it's tempting always. Uh, and 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 you know, we've talked about things like you know the, the new crowd jobs act, selling stock in your company and stuff like that. And and ultimately, um, the big concern is having to answer to any shareholders, like. Anyone that's truly profit motivated, because if you've ever watched us or you've ever been to a free play arcade, you probably know pretty quickly that profit is not exactly my end goal. Um, and in general, this money is, is just a function to build more arcades. Um, and, and then that kind of comes to the next topic that uh, I've been debating in my head a lot, which is kind of like, is free play ever going to be finished? Should we be fin- Should we like, you know, open up? We've announced free play Dallas, which will be our fifth location, all in DFW. Um, which is something I want to talk about in a second. Um, but uh, should we ever be finished? Should we stop? Should we stop growing, stop trying to expand free play? And um, given where we're coming from, and given that we've kind of figured out a really, really good arcade, we know how to build really, really good arcades, I don't know what the right answer is. Um, I know, uh, for example, after Free Play Dallas, we're definitely going to take a pause because we are, you know, we're maxed out right now and we've got a whole nother arcade to build. And that's probably a lot of the, the stress that I'm feeling because I'm like, we're going to get this place open and dive right back into it. So um, like Free Play as a company, and I've never discussed this, uh, has reported small profits every year. In general, we're reinvesting. Um, and, and truthfully, we probably aren't super profitable. We've probably just lost some of the receipts which have resulted in us having to report some IRS profits, but minimal. Um, this will be absolutely the very first year that free play just straight loses money, um, which is expected in a growth situation. It's just hard, like conceptually for me to, to get over that, um, which is why probably I even think about these venture capital guys. I either even think about all the different opportunities we have for funding and everything that would involve no matter what some loss of control. Um, and, and like I said, we don't really need more money. Uh, we're, we're fine on, on that aspect. It's just, um, it's concerning seeing more go out than, than come in. So um, that's pretty much it. And, and uh, I've actually, just in case any of these venture capital people that have come up and talked to me end up watching this, I want to say that all of them have been great. Everyone that I've ever like met with, um, everyone that's ever pitched me partnerships, they've all actually been great. I just, you know, the, the answer is almost always, uh, I mean, the answer has always been no. Uh, we, um, we're kind of doing this this on our own. And, and that's really irritated some people. And uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about too is uh, we've had a lot of comments from like the hardcore arcade guys recently, um, and I think uh, a lot of it's because our YouTube audience is, is different than our, our just our arcade audience, right? We um, we're here in Dallas, Fort Worth area, and our arcade audience um, they've had four ish, almost four years to kind of um, experience free play, um, but you'll still see some of these purists online, and I always think it's really interesting that they're like upset that we're bringing real games to the public. Uh, whether it's because the, those games are going to be used and, and slowly destroyed or just generally because they um, they feel like they have some ownership over uh, classic arcade games, real arcade games, that um, they're not happy other people are, are being exposed to it, right? Like it was their secret that they had all these great games that, that weren't really available out there and that that was theirs. Um, so I've seen that. I don't even know why I brought it up. It's just kind of... 
another thing that's been eating me up, and this is kind of my debrief, de-stress um, podcast I'm doing up here on our roof. Uh, and I mean, check out the view. It's going to be so cool. It's going to be so awesome here. Um, and that, that's part of probably another reason I'm stressed is we have, we're so close in so many areas, but it always feels really far away until we open. Um, like you can just see thousands of things. Like, I mean, we're spending just at this location, $15,000 in signage. Um, and, and we're not even done with signage. So it's, it's just like every, every aspect of it, you know, how many employee only signs do you need? That's a question that we're dealing with right now. Um, as on these massive lists as we, as we try to get open. Um, and that's, that's starting from a good spot. And, and we've, you know, we've done this before too. We have all the experience necessary to get this place open. And generally we're, we're on a straight line. It's just, this is the time where I feel the, you know, the, the worst, the, the, the most concerned about the business because it is so hard at the end, so crunchy. Um, and so, yeah, it just, a lot of people have, have watched our podcast, even the podcast where we're like, please don't go open up an arcade. And they're like, I still want to do it. I'm still going to do it. Um, and the answer is, I think, you know, I want more arcades in the world. and I don't want to discourage people, but I do want to just argue that, you know, if you're going to try it, you got to do it right. And if you're going to try to do it right, you need a ton of money and a ton of ability to deal with like these amazing stresses. Um, Cause yeah, we've got, you know, payroll is going out today. Uh, all of our rents. So I'm recording this, I think I'm mar- or on uh, November 6th. So all of our monthly rents for actually now five locations and about 20,000 square feet of warehouse space hit the same time as we're building Fort Worth and doing payroll. And I, I don't want to even say how much money that is, but it's a ton. Like we have a ton of money going out just this week. Um, and it, it, it's just, it's amazing to try to balance it all. And um, this is an expensive endeavor. And so if you're going to try it, just know that it's going to be expensive um, and do it right. Because that's one of the big things I've seen lately is a lot of people doing it and then kind of, you know, going cheap on it, um, which kind of sucks in a world where we exist. And like you're going to introduce this product and it won't really be the full arcade experience, um, at least what we've kind of thought. And that's super arrogant, right? It's super like crazy for us to be like, we, we're right. But I think in general, we're, we're pretty close. And I hate the idea of people across the nation being kind of soured on places like us because the uh, owners aren't really doing it right. They're not really trying. So I don't know. Um, but then again, given how hard it is, I don't even know if I can blame anyone at this point. Uh, it's been a stressful week. It's been tough. Um, and I just uh, I wanted to put that down. Uh, so uh, regarding Fort Worth, though, I mean, we're going to be open before the end of November. Uh, our real goal right now, because I don't know when this is going to be released, so it might blow up my face. Our real goal is Thanksgiving week to be open because we've got a, a ton of extra stuff. All of the college kids um, will be off of school at that time. I think that's my phone going up. I don't even know where it is. Uh, I don't even know how I can hear it. Uh, but uh, So we're going to have all sorts of people off of school, college kids, everyone back in town or looking for something to do with that Thanksgiving week. So um, that's the goal. We've got to be open for this. Uh, and one of the other reasons I'm recording upstairs instead of downstairs, uh, you can't really see anything that's going on because I want to preserve a little bit of the surprise. Um, as soon as we have people kind of ready to come in, we're going to go do like, you know, we're going to record our big walkthroughs to show you all the games. But I think there's some surprises in there that are going to make people really happy. I also think if, if you saw some stuff that ends up getting cut, you're going to be grumpy with us. So um, we're kind of protecting it. I'm doing daily posts over at the Free Player Arcade community group that are just like vague updates um, to kind of keep that hype rolling. 
Um, but uh, at the end of the day, this is going to be one of the, just the greatest arcades ever. And I, I can really feel that to my core. I mean, I don't know of very many arcades that have a 3,000 plus square foot rooftop patio overlooking historic downtown Fort Worth. But um, uh, we do. We have that. And it's going to open soon. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's all, guys. I just uh, I felt like I wanted to just get that off my chest that, geez, this is super stressful and super hard. And um, like, I mean, not only am I away from my family a lot more right now and I'm away from I'm away from all my employees, too. Right. Um, except for the ones that are here in Free Play Fort Worth, normally I see most of our employees once a week. Uh, not even, not anywhere close to that right now. And so we've got all these locations out there, definitely feeling neglected by you know Free Play Corporate and everything because we're not able to get out there while we finish Free Play Fort Worth, which is necessary because we've got you know December first, we're paying rent again, and um, it's it, it's it's ticking, it's ticking away. Uh, the longer we're not open, the more money it's gone. So. Uh, we're really, really close. A um, couple weeks, we'll be able to have paying customers in here. So that's super exciting. And it's all about to wash away until, of course, we start uh, Free Play Dallas, where it's, it's definitely going to be our most expensive build yet. Um, so it's, uh, you know, and if you're out there and you haven't been to like a Free Play, like you live, try to schedule a trip out to DFW and check it out um, because nothing we can do to tell you uh, what it's like uh, will ever replace or even come close Uh to replacing what it's like to be at a free play. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a choose your own adventure. Come on a weekday, especially right now. Weekdays are super, super mild. Uh, you can have, you know, a million plus dollar arcade lineup almost to yourself for $11 at the door. Um, at least it'll feel like that. Even if there's 30 or 40 or 60 people in there, it'll it'll feel great. So um, that's all, guys. Uh, I don't know if this will actually end up on the YouTube, but if it does, make sure you click that subscribe button. Um, we're here just kind of documenting our lives, our worlds, um, and we really want to, to generally be transparent, or at least as transparent as is, is, uh, is kind of uh, practical. So um, free play Fort Worth coming soon. Free play Dallas coming later. And uh, we're going to step down. I'm gonna, we're going to set up for a real podcast. But I just wanted to, to give that quick shout, and we'll see how it turns out. Thanks, guys.